<laughs> yes. yes. But like, the comparison like with me and some so that'd be something neat to see, you know, the Harris Harris at the Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't a Welcome to episode 59 of the Not Sports Podcast, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. So we did a lot of talk with the Phillies and how they were going to be. And now we're going to what MLB is, what's happening around the MLB for the first well, period. We're, we're in hot stove season, so... Because I did see it, uh, it was posted on Facebook that it's 110 days till opening day. I'm I'm not thinking about opening day. I'm thinking about pitchers and catchers. Come on now, we got. Hey, that's hey, that's what I saw on a post. So <laughs> <clears throat> that's coming closer. Um, hot stove season has been pretty. It's been unlike other seasons. Other recent seasons uh, where a lot of the big name guys are signing right before or during spring training teams and players are locking up deals. They locked up a ton of deals last week at the winter meetings, which haven't been held since 2019. Um, I think we got to start with with the biggest one if we're going to talk about. About deals that were made. Aaron Judge is staying a Yankee with a nine-year deal for $360 million. Yes, I know a lot of people were expecting him to move because of the you know the fantastic season he had. Well, did you hear about some of the things that he did to make this happen? No, I did not. Okay, so... A few weeks back, there was a picture tweeted of him in um, wearing Giants gear in San Francisco. Apparently, that photo would was taken weeks and weeks ago. Like he just had it in the chamber, ready for for the talk of the season, or to talk of you know the the contract and re-signing. Hmm. So basically, it's kind of like, hmm, this is where I could be. Let me just try to see if I could stay a Yankee. I th- yeah, he wanted to stay a Yankee, but he was going to do what he could to get the deal he wanted. Although I think it's absolutely hilarious um, that the Padres offered him, and this is a recurring theme, the Padres offered him more money than what the Yankees did, and he signed with the Yankees. Well, that's what happened with Bryce Harper. He was offered more money, but he signed with the Phillies. He was offered more money somewhere somewhere else, but he he was offered more money with the Giants. He was offered more money in less years from the Dodgers. But he he wanted wanted, years. He wanted the years. He wanted to be locked up in one place. And I think looking at this, um, looking at this current off season and seeing the long-term contracts guys are signing, I think Bryce is kind of the, the guy to start that ball rolling where we're, we're shifting from the prior era where guys are signing short-term contracts, trying to get as much money as they can right away as soon as possible 
guys are now looking for stability in their lives and in their families' lives, and that's that's pretty commendable. Well, also, it just kind of makes for, – for me, if you want years over money, that makes you committed to your commitment to playing for this team. It's not like, okay, I'm only going to be here two years and see where I go from there. They're committed. Like Harper's committed for – you know, his contract was at the time was 13 years at 330 mil, 13 years. That's a lot of years. And that, and for, for, for me to say that with a player of he's committed, he is committed. It was, it was unexpected. The amount of years he got and let, let's not, he got the amount of years with a no trade clause. Like he wants to stay in Philadelphia for 13 years. He's now, you know, year four, year five into this. Um, but still, that's a big thing because, you know, put a no trade clause in, do all that. Again, shows the want, shows the commitment of want to settle down with a team and moving forward. Yeah. And not just hop from one team to the next, to the next, to the next. I'll spend a year here, maybe, let's say, for example, spend three years here get a big payout. Okay. Then what? Let's say after that three years, you don't have the stats that you expected to be picked up by another team that may want you, you know, if you would have done good. So you're kind of screwing yourself there at that point. I mean, look at judge judge judges deal is a lot of money, but it's it's almost a decade. He's going to play his whole career as, as a Yankee, just like Jeter did. Exactly. Which is a big, you know, which is a big thing because he had a breakout year where he just had a fantastic year in general. So for him to do the nine years, no, you know, and all that, 360, no, oh, that shows his commitment to the team. I didn't, I, I honestly didn't think he was not going to be a Yankee. I just didn't think that, that he people, was going to walk away. A lot of people. A lot of people thought that, that he was not going to become a Yankee. Everybody thought he was going to be moving somewhere else. But hey. Here, here's something. And and I, I'm not saying this because we have friends who live on the West Coast. They cheer West Coast teams. There is something about East Coast baseball that. Outside of maybe Chicago, other cities can compare with. And it's not to be rude. It's not talking down to them. There is there's just an intangible about baseball on the East Coast of our country that is, is special. And it gets attention. Welcome to the East Coast. <laughs> I, I mean, mean guys are playing in front of the hardest fans. Well, that's not just a Philly thing. That's a New gonna, York thing. That's a Boston thing. It's that is an it's East, just Coast, an East thing. Coast thing. I mean, <laughs> that's a, you know, that's just in general. I mean, some of the, as opponents say, the worst places to play because of the fans, are you here mainly East Coast? Like you just said, New York, Boston, Philly. That's just how it is. But then when guys retire from those teams, the first thing they say is how passionate the fans are and how they love playing for those fans. If you play hard 
you are dedicated. You go all out. You leave nothing on the line on an, for an East Coast team. Those fans are going to love you forever. Look at Chase Utley. He's a yeah. prime example right there. He's a prime example. He went to the Dodgers. He came back to Philly. He had a huge standing ovation. Every time he came back to Philly, he had a huge standing ovation. But it's not just him. I mean, a, a great a great example of uh, the fans' admiration and respect for a player was when Bill Buckner finally came back to Boston for a a Legends Day. And he was afraid he was going to get booed out of the building because of 86. And they they gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, he made a mistake in the 86 World Series, but those fans remember the guy, the player he was, not just the mistake. Yeah, and that one mistake, unfortunately, did cost in the World Series, but... <laughs> okay, so there's, there's far more at play than just his mistake. A lot of things happened in that inning to lead to his mistake that aren't his fault. I say it happened, He gets the blame like for it. it, but he wasn't the one who loaded the bases up. I mean, it happens. Everybody makes mistakes. I mean, in hockey, a player puts a puck in his own net. Baseball, stuff like that can happen. You know, it just hops a certain way. You don't expect it. Um, you know. But back to the matter at hand. We're we're going off here a little bit. Um, Shocking. <laughs> we always do. Uh, I kind of want to save this for last, but let's do Trey Turner. Um, the Phil's got their guy. I figured you may want to save this for, I thought you were going to save this for the one for last. I thought you were, but well, okay. it's chronological in the list that it's next. So, well, it doesn't, um, how, when was the last time we gone by the list? I don't know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the Phil's got their guy. The fan base is ecstatic. Um, and come to find out it's where he wanted to go at, just like everyone was predicting back in June or July that he wanted to play for the fills. And, and I even said to you back in July, I'm like, I don't believe this. Well, clearly I was wrong. He, Hey, here he you was are. Absolutely here it is. 100% true. He wanted to be a Philly. I watched the press conference where they introduced him. I was going to watch it, but then forgot about it because you know. Everything happened. <laughs> um, he talked. He talked to Schwarber. He said he said he uh, him and his wife had both spoken to Bryce and his wife. Um, we got to say here for one second. Um, I think Bryce's nickname should be the recruiter <laughs> because he got them to sign JT before he became a free agent. Yeah, he got them to sign Schwarber. Now he got them to sign Turner. And for Turner, it's 11 years, three mil or 300 mil. So right there yeah. with a, with a no trade. Yes. And Turner's now. Turner is now making more per year than Bryce. I mean, at least right, you know, at least with him, at, at least now with this, you know, a commit, you know, same thing with Judd commitment to a team. 11 years. Well, and, and a big thing for him is he's got like a one-year-old child. His wife's from New Jersey, like right over the bridge in New Jersey. Like She's right at home. They want to settle their roots somewhere where they can be near family and they can have a good life. Well, there you go. Perfect. It's it's a whole different 
mindset these players have than previous generations. Hey, it, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. No, there's something to me. There's something admirable about, about that where they, you know, it's not just Turner signing a big deal. It wasn't just judge signing a long-term deal. Xander Bogarts just signed uh, a, what 11 year deal with two eighty, uh, the Padres Two eighty with the, with uh, the Padres, which the Padres went after judge. The Padres went after Turner. I think I'm missing another person. The Padres went after. They were to me, and I said this in uh, the baseball together fantasy baseball chat. The Padres are starting to come off like the guy in high school who was asking as many girls out as he could to the dance because eventually one will say yes. <laughs> That's a good good analogy to go with, I guess. (laughs) There's just there is just an air of desperation. Hey, you want to sign with us? 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 (laughs) And they were offering more money than other teams were offering for some of these guys because they offered 42 million more than the Phils offered to Turner. Well. (laughs) I think this tells everyone that a lot of people don't like Manny Machado. Ah. Um, I don't know. You, you, I mean, the rumor is guys want to play where it's warm and it's sunny, and apparently a lot of guys don't. Oh, hey, it's all depending where you, you know, where you feel and pretty much where you feel comfortable with. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you want to go to a place where you think you're going to fit in and you're going to be able to contribute, and now. I mean, there's a logjam at shortstop in, in San Diego because they have Fernando Tatis Jr. Whenever he's finally going to be healthy, he's a shortstop. Well, and now you just signed Xander Bogarts to a shortstop contract. I mean, then again, it's baseball. So the only time you play in when where it might be cold is October. That's the right. only real time that you'll play when it's possibly cold. So it's not like you're going to, you know, going to, let's say, in football where you don't want to sign with New England because it's going to get 20 degrees. And I want to sign with, you know, a Southern warm team. Um, what do we got here? We got we just hit on Bogarts before we well, get to this one. I think we got to touch on uh, Jacob deGrom five year deal with. The Rangers, which I thought was really interesting because the Rangers didn't seem to set the world on fire. And he just went from a playoff caliber team to the Rangers. This this feels like the one time the one player who took money <laughs> over anything else. Well, um, I, you know, like I said before, some players are like that. Some players will go for the money. Some players will look to settle down and actually look for that long-term deal and that commitment to the team. And what did the Mets do? They went out two years, 86.7 million, signed Justin Verlander to uh, complete their Statler and Waldorf lineup of him and 
Max Scherzer in the rotation. That kills me because there are ages, but. <laughs> well, well, what's funny is here we are talking about players who signed huge contracts, like long-term, uh, high multi-year deals, and then you got two years. Really no one's giving. No one's giving a thirty-nine-year-old pitcher a starter uh, a deal longer than two years. And do you think he's soon out the door? I'm sorry, Mets fans. I think this is this is going to be where he falls off the cliff. Oh, here it and is. It's, it's it's not to be. No, I'm not saying it to be rude. He did not look exceptionally great against the Phils in the World Series. I mean, he won, uh, you know, towards, you know, his game that he pitched. He pitched, too, and he got That's roughed up big time. Um, well, 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 didn't he win the his second his second outing with them? With them in the- he did, but it wasn't like it was dominant lights out pitching. No, but still, they're going to classify a win as a win at that point. No, no, a win is a win, yes, but I'm just saying. Anyway, I he's he's 39. They're paying him into his 41 year season. Um, his age 41 season. Um, he's already come back from Tommy John surgery. He he does look good. I just. But do you, uh, you know, think you, he's going to be you somewhere can't stay where good? You have a shelf life, and after that surgery, it, if it did wonders, but you can't stop aging. Unless you're Tom Brady, and well, Tom Brady's looking mortal this year. Um, I mean, yeah, and I'm mean, not I, saying it to talk shit on Justin Verlander. I'm just looking at realistically. Yeah, realistically, you don't see pitchers going. Uh, Jamie Moyer <laughs> with with his seventy nine mile per mile an hour fastball. Um, we might see that with Verlander. I mean, who knows how much he's actually could be with the Mets? Who knows? I mean, it's hard to say, and It's hard to say oh, what's no, going to happen. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the season plays out uh, for all the teams because uh, there's it's it's a whole new world this year. Um, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of moves, that's for sure. Because the shift's going to be banned. Um, Pitch clock. Uh, see, some of the stuff I'm already used to though from minor league ball. Um, well, that's minor league ball. I mean, now these are being implemented into the, into, you know, into the big boys. Because now, what this year is bigger bases, <clears throat> pitch clock, banning the shift. Uh, let's see here, what else was there? I thought there was more than that. I know there's more than there has to be. Well, I think the biggest thing. Um, outside of the rule changes is the schedule change. This time, this is going to be the first season in modern MLB history where every ta- every team is going to play every team. And that's so not a bad of, thing. Instead of everything being skewed towards your division, 
everyone's going to face each other over the course of the season, which I think on paper is a great idea. But. There's always a but. There's always a but. Rivalry games draw a lot of people to the ballpark. I agree with that. Yes. But also big names draw people to the ballpark. Like if you go. But but not every team has a big name. No, they don't. But like, let's say, for example, a team that let's I'm going to use the Phillies, for example, just because of we're here. Uh, You have the Phillies who play normally the, you know, the divisional games and all that stuff barely play outside of, you know, outside of that. Let's say they, you know, I guarantee you if they go to a team that they barely ever play, they're going to get people in because of the names, because they want to see Bryce Harper. They want to see Bryce Harper. They want to see now Trey Turner. They want to see them. Sort of like when we, sort of when we went to that Senators game that time when Harper was was uh, was still a national and he was down for assignment. We went to see Harper. Well, but my argument is, and I'm trying to find, I'm trying to look at their schedule to find an example. Okay, and I'm sorry. I know that we have a friend of mine who is a very loyal <laughs> A's fan. But the A's, you know, if the A's come to town, are who who's who's the draw? What's the reason to go see the A's play the Phils when the Correct. A's come in, into Philly? If they come into, into Philly, Philly, they're they're playing in Oakland this year. But next year, who's to say they don't? Oakland doesn't come to Philly. Yeah, I mean. There's nerds like me who are like, oh, well, the athletics used to be in Philly. Ha, 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 old AL and a rivalry from years gone by. It's but, more of a it's more of a history with with that than it is the names. But we're it's talking the, about a it's team more the that doesn't it. that doesn't in, another team that doesn't invest in their franchise. So what's the draw? Like, I hate to put it that way, but. Like, yeah, when the Angels come to Philly, the people are going to come to see Trout and Otani versus Harper and Schwarber and Turner and Castellanos and blah, blah, blah. Like, there, there's a reason why rivalry games sell more tickets. Well, look at hockey when, let's say, the Penguins and the Flyers or the Penguins and the Caps. They're, you're going to sell that because of the, of the rivalry. Same thing with... Right. Any type of football, baseball, it's just that's how it's going to be. The rivalries will sell. Like the Royals are going to be playing against the Phils at, at, in Philly this year. Do I? <laughs> my only incentive to go to one of those games is because I have a good chance of getting decent tickets. <laughs> well, to me at that <laughs> point, it's, you know, going to a game <laughs> is going to a game at that point. I mean, you can get yourself good tickets on a weekend's. Especially a Saturday, sure, why not? No, I like getting uh I like getting midday day games, midweek day games. Take a day off, go down to the ballpark for a day. <laughs> why not? Right? Why not? 
And and you know what? Before we we wrap this up, there's still a ton of names out there that haven't even been signed. So yeah, that is true. Dansby Swanson's still unsigned. Carlos Correa is still unsigned. It's there's still Carlos uh, Rodon, Chris Bassett. There's a lot of guys that have not put pen to paper with the team yet. Well, and that's I mean. That's what needs to be done. We need, you know, they need to get moving on something, you know, depending on if they want to keep the players or get move them out, get them out there. Because some probably signed with the hell, some who knows how many are going to be probably signed with well, the, the rumor is the Yankees are going to make another big move. So I'm thinking probably uh, Radon. I don't know. We'll see. But the rumor is the Yankees are going to make another big move. Who knows? I mean, you may think one thing and that something else happens. Who knows? With that, you know, you know how this can go. I know. Who knows how this can go? So on that note, that is the end of the first. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at Fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Brigie Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. 
So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckccradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back for the second period. Now, this one's a little bit of a follow-up for us, being that we uh, did this one a couple episodes ago where Baker Mayfield went to the Panthers. Well, now he was released from the Panthers and signed with the Rams. And then had a redemption game. Redemption game? Is that what you want to call it? I call it one hell of a fan, you know, a game to close it out, you know, the, the, for his debut as a Ram. I mean, you got to think this is something that this is the third time now where we're talking about Baker Mayfield season because it started with it started with uh, the Browns releasing the him. Br- the whole Browns debacle with their quarterback situation. We we did a follow up on that, and now here we are. I swear Basically, we're not we're- Baker Mayfield fans. It's just it's an interesting saga. Yeah, it is because you go from. When he was a Brown, to him having a, a decent season, you know, a, or a decent career with the Browns, and then the whole quarterback debacle, just all of a sudden, just and going and nuts. is there a team suffering from the Super Bowl hangover worse than the Rams? Yeah, I, yeah, the Rams are definitely definitely injured. The, the, everyone's getting injured this year. It's. I yeah, thought that, for sure they they could they'd be contenders again this year, and it's like the wheels completely fell off. Fell off. I don't think they were put back on. I I had to I had to dump Stafford from my teams because he was just, <gasps> I wasn't playing him. How dare you? Yeah, well, fantasy football is a a cruel mistress. <laughs> In. He wasn't. I mean, the, the the Browns were not high contenders for anything. But it's not like Mayfield. I don't know. Arrest records is is something they contend with. A what? Arrest records. Ah. Uh, oh yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that is true. Deshaun <laughs> Watson is such a scumbag. He makes O.J. Simpson look good. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Let's see here. The Rams, the Rams are four and nine after winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see them making the playoffs. I mean, I think if they would have lost that game, they would be definitely one hundred percent out of the playoffs. Right. Because because the Bears are three and ten, and they're considered eliminated. Because the Bears, the Texans are both considered right now eliminated from playoffs. So unreal. But yeah, he he goes to the Panthers thinking everything's going to be kosher with the Panthers and then it just went downhill from there. Downhill with them. I mean, they he went 1 and 5 with the Panthers and then they released him. Played 6 games. And <laughs> bye. Well, so, and this is, I mean, this, this is kind of a sports wide thing. Um, you know, just because one team doesn't see value in you or you don't fit that team's culture 
doesn't mean you don't fit in somewhere else. And from what we saw last week, it looks like he fits in with the Rams pretty well. Um, yeah. To the point where one. he's going to be starting the rest of the season. Well, he had one hell of a redemption game. I mean, what was it? 98 yards? Yeah, 98-yard drive uh, with less than two minutes and won the game. Yeah, I'd say that's a hell of a first game. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a competent quarterback. Um, he has shown a lot of he has shown flashes of brilliance. Um, like every quarterback. I, I got to be honest. I think the Browns did him wrong. He was set to be their guy and something prettier came along and they were willing to deal with. All those issues and baggage and legal, f- legal mumbo jumbo and illicit activity, and they said that's our guy. Bye. You know what? I hope he has the best end of the season as anyone has ever had, and just shoves it right in their face. Oh yeah, I mean he he shows. You know, well, like we said at you know, and in the first period, you go to a different team that you know, where do you fit in? Where can you go off of? And like you said, he fit. You know, it seems like he fits. Just you know, at least for this game, fits right in with the Rams for sure. Yeah. You know, especially to you know, <laughs> do a dramatic comeback. You know, because he threw for two thirty. One touchdown pass, uh, 22 completions for his first game as a Ram. Pretty decent stats. Yeah. I mean, more power to him. Uh, I think if he wins out the season, the Rams are going to have some soul searching to do come next season. Yes, because, I mean, Stafford was their guy. Could still be. Who knows? But, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting situation to watch play out. Um, oh, yeah. and I got I got to just chime in on something here because um, I have no dog in the NFL fight because of fantasy football, but man, is the Philadelphia bias strong against the Eagles where where the Eagles are almost never the top team in anyone's power rankings, even though they have the best record. Mm -hmm. Get out of here with that. Well, I even saw, uh, I was actually, uh, was reading that ESPN is not even, doing much of anything for him with saying anything about him, despite yeah, having that high record. Again. Yeah. It's uh, still though. I mean, like you said, yeah, but ESPN is, 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 is garbage anymore. I, and look, I'm a firm believer. If you want to watch ESPN has some really good shows like around the horn and pardon the interruption are fantastic sports talk shows. But if I'm going to watch, sports news i'll go to mlb 
or I'll go to NFL or I'll go to NBA or I'll go to NHL. I'll go to the league specific networks before I go to ESPN. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, ESPN just definitely seems to be more, as you said, biased. We'll just go with that in general because I, you know, it's, try it's to be not nice. so much that it's it's bias. ESPN is is ratings driven because that's how they make their money. They make their money off of cable subscribers, i.e., people like me and you, and they make their because ESPN charges the highest amount per subscriber to cable companies. That's why ESPN is in pretty much every home in America. But they cover the teams that will bring in ratings. So that's why you're always going to see the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's why you're always going to see the Lakers and the Celtics. That's why you're going to see whomever. Because that's who brings in ratings. Money makes the world go round. Exactly. But good luck to Baker Mayfield. Um, not that he listens to this, but I, I do. I want to see him have a great end of the season and just shove it up the Browns' ass. Well, I mean, I don't expect Stafford to be coming back anytime soon this season. So No, no, Stafford. You know, he's done for the season. Going. Oh, yeah, he's done for the season. He's on he, injured reserve. That's why to drop him. Yeah, they um, had a, uh, he had a spinal cord contusion. So, yeah, he's done for the rest of the season. Because he was put on the injured reserve on the third. So, I mean, yeah, I would take him off. Injured. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I even forgot he was injured until I, I thought they just put. I was aware. No, I completely, I completely forgot about it. Because uh, I thought they figured they started Mayfield just because, well, <laughs> let's get a new start in. Let's get, let's get new blood flowing through here and see well, what happens. I mean, I, I mean, so far he's benefiting from the change of scenery and that we've talked about this with baseball and we've talked about it with hockey. Sometimes guys benefit from a change of scenery a new you scene. get into a new, exactly. a new play system. You get into a new coaching system and it brings out the best in you. So, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, no, I feel, yeah, I, if he does a, do a fantastic finish out the season. I could see him staying with the Rams, but he has to finish out at a, a high level. Right. So. So it's going to be interesting to see how he fills out. If he's going to stay with the Rams, who knows, you know, what's going to happen with Mayfield come back or yeah, Mayfield, uh, with, uh, with uh, Stafford coming back. Mayfield going to go to, a backup quarterback position. I mean, well, we don't even know how long he's with them. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. As far as time frame and so forth, but he's doing what he was brought in to do. And that's great. One game so far. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see here real quick to see how long, if it says here on. Okay, looks like the Rams are just going to inherit the contract of Mayfield. Gotcha. Is what I'm reading here. December 6th, Mayfield was claimed off of waivers by the Rams, who will inherit the remaining 1.35 mil on the contract. 
Okay. It's good to know. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So let's see how he ends up. So because they actually have a game tomorrow, tomorrow. I think they have a game tomorrow. You're my brother, but singing is not your strong suit. Oh, no, I've never claimed to be a good singer. Hell, I suck at it. Oh, no, they play. I'm an idiot. Did you know that? Did you know I'm an idiot? Here I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Browns. He already played. Don't don't mind me. Don't mind me. It's late. <laughs> it's late. I. <laughs> it's all right. Is it though? I, 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 Is it all right? And with that, that is the end of the second period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. We'll be right back. (laughs) Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For you, the listener of the Not Another Sports Podcast, our good friends, Brad and Brig, at Baseball Together, want you to check out their shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. And if you check out their shop, you can use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D, for 15% off your first order. Check out the different designs on t-shirts, caps, hoodies, raglans, and so much more. Again, that code is NASPOD at checkout for 15% off your order at 9plusus.com. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong, and if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, Look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour. And then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. Do you have a YouTube channel? Check out All Things YouTube. That's hosted by me, Matt Haas. I'll show you how to make searchable videos people actually watch. That's the key. Hey, look, we live in an amazing time. If you have something to say, you could reach a worldwide audience. A worldwide audience, and all you need is consumer-level gear and good on-camera presence. You don't need anyone's permission. The strategies and techniques you'll learn don't cost extra money, and they don't even take extra time. You just have to do things right. I'll show you how. Plus, all my stuff is free. The best place to start is to point your browser to allthingsyoutube.com. Welcome back for the third period. Our favorite and least favorite uniforms 
that uh, that aren't from our favorite teams. Yeah, I had to do something different. We can't just. I mean, I'd always end up going with the Phils road jersey from '89 to '91. <laughs> um, but my favorite is a baseball uniform. Um, I love the Rays Fobac jersey because it, even though they weren't a team in the '70s and '80s, their fake throwback is completely spot on for what a, a raised Jersey probably would have looked like had they existed then. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, the color scheme would be right. The lettering would be right. Everything about it. It, it, it looks yeah. nice. It's not obnoxious. It's a fantastic uniform. No, I feel it is a good uniform. I mean, it looks, you know, like, like you said, it would be uh, something that would be from that era. Right. On computer, stop, stop. Oh, my computer is so much fun right now. And I think they started wearing those the season after they lost to the Phils in the World Series. I think that was a 2009 because, I mean, the picture has Joe Madden in there, and he would have still been manager then. Yeah. I seem, I seem to remember people calling it the Pepsi-free jersey when it first came out, too. I can see that. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Uh, I have to find a picture of a can of Pepsi-free to match it up. Of course you do. <laughs> oh, Pepsi Light. That's what it was. Pepsi Light. Yeah, I gotta say, it's kind of close. <laughs> God. When, when you see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Definitely <laughs> said. Yeah, the lettering is literally like nearly spot on. So the if you go online. The colors. Look at the the jersey itself, that little the, design yeah. inside the A. <laughs> yeah. So so what so what year was this jersey again? I want to say 2009 off the top of my head. I could be wrong, but. Okay, so go to, go find this jersey and then go find a Pepsi Light picture. And yes, it's right there. A low-calorie cola with lemon. I kind of would have tried that, honestly. <laughs> We've drank worse. Yes, we have. Lots yes. of Dr. Pepper Red Fusion back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I know how many Code Reds I used to drink. The Mountain Dew Code Reds. Yeah, no, don't drink that. Yeah, I used to have, when I was going to college, I would have probably at least five or six in the morning. Yeah, how I didn't. So do you have a uh, a favorite from a team that isn't? I'm torn. Okay. Because I liked the Atlanta Flames jersey. 
just because of just how it was. Just a simple A, the flames going up the middle, you know, old school, just sort of like Calgary. But I don't know, just Atlanta, just because it used to be a team. And I was fond with the Atlanta Thrashers jersey. You know, the Thrashers, the Thrashers color scheme's really good. But though, I want to say the jersey that I really liked the most of the Thrashers was the third jersey. Was that, that the powdered I, blue? No, that's that was the one uh, that was With not. The, the female reproductive system looking creature on it. <laughs> it's not why I liked it, but. Well, I wouldn't say that's why you liked it. I was describing it and asking if that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. no, I hated the powdered blue one. That one, I just no, no. But that third jersey, I did like that. That I did like. I mean, I wish they'd bring a team back to Atlanta, but it's a great. Uh, look, I like the Thrasher's color scheme in general. I like the dark blue with the deep red and the powder blue and the yellow. It stood out. It's different. Even today, it's different from anything you see in hockey right now. Um, but, man, Atlanta has a hard time keeping hockey teams, so I don't see another one coming anytime soon. Yeah, between the Atlanta Flames uh, and then the Atlanta, you know, because the last season for the Flames was 79-80, and then they moved to Calgary. And then the Thrashers were there from 99 to 11 and then moved to Winnipeg. Well, you never know. The Coyotes can move to Atlanta. <laughs> the Coyotes are having a hard time with anything right now. When you're, especially, when you're playing out of, especially when you're playing at a college arena. How does that look on uh, TV? <sighs> During the episode where John was on... We were watching it, and is it, I don't is think it was blatantly bad. noticeable. I'm trying to remember. I want to say you can tell that it's not an NHL arena just because of one. When you know it's a college arena, it just kind of doesn't help because you already know right, right. what this you 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 already know what the stadium is. So it's not like it's you know, you know, it's, if if you did not know that they were going to be playing at a college arena, you might not see the difference because you're not expecting the difference. But being that, you know, it's like you're kind of looking for the subtleties of. Of an NHL arena to the college arena. Gotcha. You're kind of looking for the subtleties there. Where I mean, if you don't know, at, you're not looking at it. We now, the locker at, uh, rooms were. Pictures of the locker yeah, rooms were pretty that was, bad. That was something else, too. Um, that, was, that was bad. But Especially, if you remember, the Senators' original arena was not a typical NHL arena because they had a long, a, a big section of bleachers, what I would call hard cam side, where all the action is being filmed in front of. And then there was like a small, like, on the opposite side of those bleachers, like four or five rows of seats and then a wall. So. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Which jersey would you, which logo would you like the best 
knowing the hockey history. Jets of the the old school Jets or the new school Jets logo. Old school Jets. I was just curious, just because I know uh, reading on some articles, people say that you know how they love the new one because it looks like a jet and all that. But then again, you got the old school it's, stuff. It's that, not a bad logo. I, I'm not saying it's a bad logo. I'm just saying, for historical purposes, I mean the Jets logo is pretty. The original Jets logo is pretty iconic. It's yeah, hard to it argue is. against that logo. It is sort of like how the Whalers. Oh, love that logo. Love that logo. Love that jersey. Love that color scheme. Everything about it is fantastic. I do like how the Hurricanes do have a throwback for them. Right. Let's move the Coyotes to Hartford. There you go. Back the whale. That's one way to look at it. All right, so I guess your... I'll go yeah, my worst one or my least favorite. Um I went with the Pistons 96 to 2001 overall look. Um the the road jerseys with that teal and and red and yellow. De- the Detroit Pistons have a very iconic look, iconic color scheme. It's that red, it's the blue, it's the white, it's 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 clean. It's not all over the place. And then they just went balls out into 90s culture with this awful looking freaking set of uniforms. And your and and logo. Man. Yeah, that not. That is teal for the sake of teal is what it is. Not quite a good look. That's just me. No, you're no, that's exactly why I don't like it. I mean, and look, in 2001 to 2004 they freshened it up and they went back to the old color scheme. That's great. They've since stayed with the old color scheme. They have a, a current logo that looks like the logo from the Bad Boys era. Um still that that teal is just god awful. <clears throat> That is, but yeah, that's, that's, but that's a problem with a lot of sports teams in that era. Because look at the freaking Marlins, look at the Rockies, look at um, the Raptors were a purple based team. Those were two really popular colors in the sports world during that time frame. So they're not the only ones to do it. They just didn't do it right because it didn't fit that team's look. It didn't fit the team's attitude. It looked bad and i'm guilty of having a grant hill pistons jersey from that era (laughs) you don't say for the record my horace grant light blue orlando magic jersey was my favorite because i was a big horace grant fan he was an awesome uh, defender and rebounder that's funny that's funny. I wish I still had it. I couldn't wear it, but I wish I still had it. <laughs> I was 11. I couldn't wear that now. Might fit on your arm. 
What's your least favorite? Vancouver Canucks. I knew it was going to be this. I'm sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some NFL jerseys I could care less for that just kind of don't look good. There are some MLB ones. But for me, this jersey has always taken the cake for being the worst eye-gouging color scheme (laughs) And if I probably would have timed it just right, Jason probably would have spit his water out all over his computer. No, there was only a swig left, so there wasn't much oh. for me to drink anyway. Um, the jersey from the jersey lasted from seventy-eight to eighty-five, and it's uh, it's kind of hard for me <laughs> to describe this thing. It's a V. But the color scheme, it's, I mean, literally, it's like a giant V coming from the shoulders to the center of the jersey. And there's a bright yellow jersey with black red V in it. And then there's a black jersey with a yellow and red V in it. But that's just an eye gouging. I wonder who thought of that. Like, it's not pretty. I mean, it isn't visually, and that's putting it nicely. Not pretty is putting it nicely. It isn't a visually pleasant sight. No, no, especially if you had a few drinks. No, because it's just not. I mean, they call it gold. I called it yellow. But we can go with puke, maybe. I thought you were going to say piss, but okay, puke works. (laughs) Either or at this point. Now, keep in mind, they won a Stanley Cup in that uniform. No, they didn't. Didn't they? Oh, they they had a run for the Stanley Cup in that uniform. Vancouver has not won a Stanley Cup yet. They made it to the finals against the Flames. Yeah, I was going to say, they have not won the Stanley Cup I was yet. scrolling fast, forgive me. Uh, now, they had chances to win it. They had three opportunities, but failed all three. But yeah, that jersey scheme is just not... No. Yeah, that's an eye gouger. Like I said, out of all the other ones that I've seen, and just that one just kind of... I mean, I could have went with the Eagles of... You know, when they had the yellow and blue. Well, that was their original uniform scheme. Yeah, but this just just doesn't look right, especially for Eagles that, you know, when you look at it now, it's green and now it's they're going that color. Yeah, they were that color. Colors were the colors of the city flag Well, are the colors of the city flag. But that's why they were using that color scheme back then. Um. So the Canucks paid a San Francisco marketing firm $100,000 to come up with a new look. What, after that or with that? Oh, you got to hear this. Okay, so marketing experts told us that our stick in the rink logo, which was the logo most of us think of outside of the whale in the sea, uh, was a good corporate symbol, symbol, but was too uninspiring for a sports team said Canucks president Bill Hughes in 1978. And color psychologists 
recommended that new color combinations which arouse and excite aggression. What, aggressively vomiting? Is that what they were going for? That's that's terrible. They paid they paid someone to tell them that was a bad idea. They had they had somebody pay them pay that to that's a bad idea. Really? Anybody who looks at that can see that when people do it for free. (laughs) I mean, now, mind you, Jason, I almost went with the Chicago one. Uh, the Chicago White Sox of 76. Where they oh, had the, the softball shorts. uniforms? Yeah. Almost no, went with that so, one. Okay, so the softball uniforms are visually nice. They just aren't functional. So the argument <laughs> against them is that they're not functional for, for professional baseball when you're wearing freaking coach shorts, shorts and a polo. Um, the, the Vancouver jerseys just ugly and the fact that they paid a marketing firm to create that for them is even worse to know like this wasn't an in-house thing they went and hired someone to do this for them um well they went for their money back so i would have <laughs> i wonder how much that would be adjusted for inflation hold please do, 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 hold on do. <laughs> no, yeah, and that it's San Francisco, was... so we know that I'm not having to do the Canadian dollar. Yeah, that jersey was definitely. Yeah, the visual of it is just not there. It so, is horribly bad. Adjusted for inflation, what they paid for those jerseys. To be designed for them oh, here would we be go. almost half a million dollars. Oh, and somebody got and oh, that's just no, no. That is your math for the week, folks. Oh. $100,000 just for design of that jersey. That's just. Uh, no. I got nothing else. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, that's just a horrible jersey to begin with. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's other probably horrible jerseys out there, but that one for me takes the cake on anything. Just because it's, well, puke. <laughs> Okay, so do we want to quick talk about something we've been talking about off the air? Uh, can you elaborate that one? Well, well, th- this kind of ties into it because I think this this uniform is available <laughs> as something to wear in that game. Sure, why not? I mean, we can just call it a work in progress. We don't know the whole. Yeah, yeah. Nothing about this is currently set in stone. It's um, not official yet, but it's in the works of being a pipeline project. And and so it's not going to be an audio part of the program. It's going to be something, if we do it, it'll be specific for our YouTube channel. 
uh, to create some interesting content for YouTube. Um, all of you listening know we love NHL hits, specifically NA- NHL hits 2003. Mm-hmm. And I had spoken previously that uh, my buddy Mike, uh, who is one of my co-hosts on the Randy's pod, sent me a working PS2. Um, so we've been tossing around the idea about doing a hits tournament specifically for the YouTube channel. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is your ranting about the V Jersey has me really close to not playing as my normal team in hits and playing as the Canucks (laughs) for this tournament. Well, I think if we end up doing the tournament, it should just be random teams. You know, like we put. Now, see, I think we should go in as one. We each pick a team, and that's who we play. Well, as. yeah, we pick like a random team. You know, like we just put teams in a oh, hat. Oh, like you and... won't be the Flyers. You no, we be... just pick random teams. We just put. I mean, don't keep it fair. Just kind of whatever. Just throw everything in a hat and just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but well, because I don't know if they have. Because I know, I know EA did, where you could pick. We just hit a button and it picks a random team. I don't remember if Hits has that. I haven't bought it again to really get it knee deep into it. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't one hundred percent remember. I mean, I think I have O two and Pro for my GameCube, or well, the GameCube yeah. version of it because I still have my Wii somewhere in the basement. Well, that's good. You still have it. Yeah, that's always good to still have. There's it. always that rumor that if you play with it too much, you'd lose it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. see you haven't gone blind, so that's a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. We're, we're degrading into late night talk show territory now. Um, but it's something we're talking about. Um, it's something we're talking about doing because we've spoken about this game so much and our love for this game so much that we think it'll be entertaining. Uh, it'll be an entertaining stuff for uh, our YouTube channel. Um, but this is yeah, a fun. few months in, in the works. Um, yeah, because we still got to figure out if if or how we can get what it, how to get the game play recorded. Being it's a PlayStation Two, it doesn't have what let's say the new revert, you know, the PS4 or the PS5 or even Xbox has, where you hit a button and record your screen. So we gotta try to figure out how to. Yeah, we'd have to get a, how like to a, efficiently a video capture, capture that. device. How to capture um, that efficiently. And that's gonna have to somehow go from audiovisual cables uh, or RCA cables, as they were originally known, to HDMI, and then factor how we're gonna get that into a laptop, either mine or yours. So we got a lot of planning to do on this, but it is something we're thinking of doing in the down the road here um it's gonna be interesting either way either way you look at it how long do you think it's gonna take for us to get back into rhythm with uh one timers because that's the only that's how we always scored good question we were not the kind of we were not the kind of players to just pound the puck in we were not the type of players to start pounding pounding the puck into the goal thank you um and the one-timer. He gets it off with the one-timer. Especially when your whole team's name Making Hecker. the goalie look foolish with a one-timer. Like, it was 
every goal was and a one-timer. Well, what also made it even more hilarious when the whole team's named Pecker. Idea. Oh, we no. might have to reach out to the guy who did, who recorded the play-by-play for hits. Oh, my God. If we do this, we need to get him to record oh like an intro. Goodness. That would be. <laughs> because listening to. Because he's when... done podcasts with less viewers and listeners than we have. So I, I think we could probably get him to do something. Because the thing is, though, when your whole team is named Pecker and the. Just the way the commentary right, But that goes. was an option in 03. 03, Pecker wasn't an option. Which one wasn't an option in? 02. Oh, I thought it was 03. I swear it was 03. It was 02, because that was the first one that came out. And you were very excited to show me your team with everyone's name Pecker. And we were in tears. Because we were teenagers. Yeah. And we would still find Pecker it funny slaps to this day. It in. Hey, we would still find it funny to this day. So I swear Pecker it was Pecker with a hard though. one getting it off. <laughs> I swear it was 03, though. I swear it was. But it's no, been how. It actually it's, had names in it. <laughs> it's been so long anymore. So <laughs> I'll never forget. Everything just kind of blends together. When you made your custom team, and you're like, you got to see this. They have Dag as a name. <laughs> you were excited about that. We both were. We couldn't believe it. They didn't have David, but they had Dag. Oh, they had Dave. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. But. It still was pretty funny, though. <laughs> See, what I think is going to be fun about if we do this is going to be. Because what I would like to do is have a camera on the people playing while capturing the video so that we can like you see on YouTube when people are playing games and you can see to the game as it happens. I think that's going to be the funniest part is watching us. Playing and certain people who are probably going to play like to talk a lot of shit. So I can already see how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, definitely mature rating at this point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now, as we speak. I'm actually trying to see, cause I know, cause I know I've been looking up. I've been looking up trying to figure out, what all we would need for that like what type of equipment because i know we need an hdmi capture card i know we need i think another adapter but yeah but this is all in the works something to go we definitely need something to go i think i'm gonna say av to hdmi too yeah because the playstation is av Either way, you know, like I said, this is just the pipe dream. This is what we're thinking. This is what we're hoping. More than likely, we're going to have to do a couple of test games. Yeah, pretty much, you know, we'll get together and just do. Just do a couple of test runs, and then that's when we'll probably pull the trigger and. 
Now let me to... let me throw this out to you because we were talking about this is some inside baseball shit tonight. Um, we were talking about the winner getting uh, either a Stein or a mug. I think the winner has to chug out of it. <laughs> uh, well, it's all paying on. <laughs> oh jeez, das boot. I mean, you know there's going to be drinking involved while we're playing. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it a, is. It's a good way to burn a Saturday. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> get some food, get some drinks. Good time all around. But no, that's that, that's the pipeline of, or the pipe dream, I should say, of what we're trying to accomplish. So yes. <laughs> you can't see it if you're listening, but David just gave a thumbs up. Two a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Um, Two thumbs. But I think that's gonna be a lot of fun when we pull it off. I'm hoping we can. I'm hoping we can pull this off because it will be it will be fun no matter how you look at it. It will be fun. And not when, just fun for us, because it's going to be fun for us. Oh yeah, just because it's gonna be <laughs> throwback from we used to play it constantly in the basement ironically we'll be playing it in in a basement <laughs> yeah <laughs> so a more of a throwback yeah <laughs> oh jeez. so but yeah no that's that's what we're looking at so on the horizon for 2023 so end the third period throw that in there why not <laughs> all right well let's get to some plugs here quick uh the a show is hosted by our friend matt and his co-host chris uh you can listen to them and a guest or i think they're now doing two guests and the two guests are drafting not the two of them and a guest uh draft and book the best wrestling show within the parameters given of each show every week you can find the a show on ckcc radio and wherever else you get your podcast also check out my buddy Frankie and his friend Ariel, they host uh, Broken Kayfabe, and that is not on a regular time schedule. It's kind of whenever Frankie can get to posting the interview after he edits it. Frankie's a good dude. Him and his wife do a lot of really awesome things, uh, both for wrestling fans and people in their community. I think he was talking about him and his son recently were building some furniture for a family who were on tough times so they went and bought furniture and built it for them and got them set up in a new place and just really sweetheart of a dude um that's kind of why i do this plug because he's just such a great guy um you can catch me every other week on the rock and randy's pro wrestling outlaws podcast uh where myself and my fellow moderators of the rock and randy's pro wrestling outlaws facebook group bring our admin chat to you the listener it is not family-friendly talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of, of just dirty, filthy jokes um, and a lot of fun. A lot of times we barely talk wrestling. It, it, we end up just going into so many different directions, it's ridiculous. Um, so like what we do. Where our next episode will be recorded on Friday the 16th, which was a horrible sequel. Um <laughs> <laughs> we will be doing a discussion about um, action movie, uh, Christmas action films. 
And we are going to be having a uh, very special guest on that show. Um, so I can't wait to do that one. With that, thank you for joining us for episode 59 of the Not Another Sports Podcast. God, when we get to episode 69, half our listenership's going to laugh. Um, I think we will. <laughs> I can tell you Brad from Baseball Together will chuckle because he always chuckles at that. Um <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this 59th episode of the Not Another Sports Podcast. You can find us online at our Linktree account. It is listed in the description of every episode. That'll take you to all of our social media pages. That'll take you to our YouTube page and to our creator store where you can get some uh, some NASPOD gear. Um, man, I haven't done this in a bit. I'm all rusty because um, we had that off time for Black Friday and Thanksgiving. Um, well, it's going to be more being that, uh, Holly is coming up. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the Nyler sports podcast is available for streaming or download at anchor.fm, Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, podcast, addict, audible, Amazon, tune in. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Pandora, Sirius. We're everywhere. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, please do not forget to subscribe, rate and review. Um, so this is going to be our last recording for 2022. Uh, we would next record on the 23rd and we are aware that this would drop on Christmas day. No one's going to listen to that episode. Everybody's <laughs> going to be busy with the holidays. It's going to be insane. Food so comas, eggnog hung over. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, we just figured this would probably be the best bet. The best thing to just, call it you know call it for the year because of all the holiday stuff going on everybody's busy the holidays are always yeah. busy especially my week of holidays because well my wife's birthday and my my twins birthdays are two days apart the week <laughs> after christmas so trying to get that old <laughs> yeah it doesn't work um no not really so uh with that i'm jason I'm David. And we'll uh we'll talk to you next year. Happy holidays, you filthy animal. <laughs> you have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership.